Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is May 30th. Today, you guys, is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block. Next week, I am super excited about. Next week, we enter into Alma chapters 5 through 7. So it's only three chapters, but there is more doctrine in those chapters than I can teach in a week. (laughs) There's so much in there. It's just packed, and I love it so much. So I am very excited for next week. But as we finish out this week, I want you to imagine what it would have been like to be Alma at this point in time. Remember what was going on and the pride that was in the church. It had entered into the church so much so that the members of the church looked exactly like the people of the world, or even worse than the people of the world. Everyone except a small group of members who kept their eye single to the glory of God and reached out in charity and love to bless those less fortunate than them. If you were Alma, what would you be feeling? What would you be experiencing? And what would you do to help the members of the church recognize their pride and return to full, meaningful worship of the Lord? Let's take a look and see what Alma decides to do here. Verse 15 says, And now it came to pass that Alma, having seen the afflictions of the humble followers of God and the persecutions which were heaped upon them by the remainder of his people, and seeing all their inequality, began to be very sorrowful. Nevertheless, the Spirit of the Lord did not fail him. So after everything that Alma sees, after witnessing such a great portion of his people being lifted up in such great pride, and then seeing that there were these core Followers who were still trying to be humble and serve and bless and focus on the Lord, but that they were being persecuted for their righteousness. He is devastated. But I want you to take a look at that last sentence. It says, nevertheless, I love the word nevertheless in the scriptures. It means despite all that. So despite seeing the wickedness, despite seeing the pride, despite seeing the persecution of the faithful followers of Jesus Christ. Despite all that, the Spirit of the Lord didn't fail Alma. And you and I can receive that same spiritual strength from the Spirit as we go through hard things, as we mourn and are saddened, as we're tempted, as we go through tribulation and trial, we can take heart Because we can know that the Spirit of the Lord won't fail us. This isn't a promise reserved for the prophets. This is a promise that God gives to all of his children. But I think sometimes we have to slow down or we have to be still in order to experience that rich peace that comes from the Spirit of the Lord. I think oftentimes when trial or tribulation or hard times comes, we kind of just put our head down and power through because we think that that's how we're going to get through this. But sometimes it's really hard for the Spirit of the Lord to speak to our souls when we are just trying to power through just to get through things. Oftentimes, when that's our instinct to just get through it, to just keep our head down, what we really need to do is take a step back, slow down, 
and give the Spirit of the Lord a chance to speak that rich peace to our souls. So Alma decides that in order to help his people, in order to get everyone back on track, he decides to give up his position as the chief judge to a righteous man named Nephiha. And he decides to go out and to preach as the high priest of the church. Now, Alma at the time was kind of wearing two hats. He was the chief judge, which was more of a government position, but he was also the high priest in the church. So he decides to give up that government side of things to Nephiha. And as the high priest, he decides to go out and to preach the word of God. Verse 19 says, And this he did, that he himself might go forth among his people, or among the people of Nephi, that he might preach the word of God unto them, to stir them up in remembrance of their duty, and that he might pull down by the word of God all the pride and craftiness and all the contentions which were among his people, seeing no way that he might reclaim them, save it were in bearing down in pure testimony against them. This is such an incredibly powerful scripture. First of all, I love how it says that Alma knew that the only thing that could really reclaim his people was the word of God, that it was only the word of God that was powerful enough to stir them up into remembrance and to pull down all the pride and craftiness and contentions that were going on in their time. In 1986, President Benson said, The word of God, as found in the scriptures, in the words of living prophets, and in personal revelation, has the power to fortify the saints and arm them with the spirit so they can resist evil, hold fast to the good, and find joy in this life. This is a principle that Alma understood. He understood that to protect his people, to strengthen his people, and to fortify them against all the evil that was going on around them, he needed to teach and preach the word of God. Then it goes on to say that he knew that the only way to reclaim them was to bear down in pure testimony. I love that phrase, pure testimony. In a talk actually called Pure Testimony, Elder Ballard once said, simply stated, testimony Real testimony, born of the Spirit and confirmed by the Holy Ghost, changes lives. It changes how you think and what you do. It changes what you say. It affects every priority you set and every choice you make. To have a real and abiding testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ is to be spiritually born of God, to receive his image in your countenances, and to experience a mighty change of heart. Again, please keep in mind that we are talking about sharing real testimony, not just speaking generally about things we are thankful for. While it is always good to express love and gratitude, such expressions do not constitute the kind of testimony that will ignite a fire of belief in the lives of others. To bear testimony is to bear witness by the power of the Holy Ghost, to make a solemn declaration of truth based on personal knowledge or belief. Clear declaration of truth makes a difference in people's lives. That is what changes hearts. That is what the Holy Ghost can confirm in the hearts of God's children. 
And this, my friends, is what Alma understood. He knew that in order to change the hearts of the members of the church, he had to preach to them the word of God and to bear a pure and powerful testimony of the truths that he knew. And now my favorite verse in this chapter, and thus in the commencement of the ninth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, Alma delivered up the judgment seat to Nephiha and confined himself wholly to the high priesthood of the holy order of God, to the testimony of the word, according to the spirit of revelation and prophecy. I love that phrase, he confined himself wholly to the high priesthood of the holy order, meaning he gave himself completely to this calling. He was all in and held nothing back from the Lord. My friends, what are we giving ourselves wholly to? I testify that as we go all in on the gospel, on the word of God, and in the doctrines of our Savior Jesus Christ, that we will find happiness and we can experience that pure testimony that changes hearts and changes lives. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to subscribe, to like, to comment, and to share. This has been Come Follow Me Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. Bye.